This podcast contains strong words and provocative ideas. If either offends you, turn off now, weirdo. I'll just quickly top up my gin. Mm. Hello, my little croissantwiches. I'm Celeron St. Wright. Once upon a time, many moons ago, I directed movies and TV shows like the 1979 sci-fi classic Atlantis Attacks. I was even knighted for my contributions to the arts, but over the past 63 years, I've also been collecting a very specific form of art, literature-based erotica, or dirty stories, as the layman calls them, and I now own the world's largest private collection of these fictional sex-based texts. From Da Vinci's stash of Mona Lisa-inspired wankables to Bob Dylan's card-based porn, where everything's written in Sharpie on huge white cutouts and then dropped to the floor, I have them all. And I've decided to share this legacy with you before I die and pass on some of the finer works in my collection. Now, because these stories are written by the everyday Sydney, or Sydney, you know, with an extra Y in place of the I, they contain some poor syntax and the occasional spelling mistake. So, in an effort to remain as true as possible to the author's original vision, I have left them in. So, with the help of my beautiful cast, may I proudly present Erotica Verbatim. Today's entry is a vintage piece of erotica written all the way back in 1982. Penned by Amy Bighole, 69, it tells the tale of a groupie who's taken backstage at the rock concert of a very famous musician, but all names have been changed to protect the innocent. So, without further ado, here is I Screwed Mozzie Slosborn. My name is Sally Sparrow, and I was only 18 when this happened. It was January 20th, 1982, and I'd gone to see my favourite metalhead perform live here in Des Moines. Mozzie Slosbourne was a British rocker who loved to bang his head, and I decided to make it my mission to bang it myself. The show was aces, but what made it even more special was that halfway through, someone threw a dead bat on stage, and Mozzie bit its head off! I knew that if I could get backstage, then things would be even wilder. A little about me. I'm 5'2", with B-cup priests and long feathered brunette hair. I was wearing a crop t-shirt and daisy dykes and looked totally hot. I made sure to get as close to the front as possible so his tour manager would see me and let me backstage after. And just like cockwork, that's what happened. The tour manager opened Mozzie's dressing room up and let me in. He was pacing up and down and barely noticed me at first. Hello. Are you on my bit for the night then? He asked in that sexy English accent that I later discovered wasn't remotely sexy if you're from England and familiar with Birmingham. I smiled at him. I'm Sally. I'm like your biggest fan. Mozzie's mood seemed to shift and he walked up to me and took me in his arms. You're all right, yo. I could definitely do yo, he said sexily. But all I could do was recoil sexily. Um, you've got some blood on your, uh, there. I said, gingerly pointing to a bunch of smeared red blood covering his face. Blood? Oh, that fucking bat. I did know it was real, you know. Someone threw it on stage and I thought it was candy. Mozzie tailed away. 
and began to make a weird face. And then, out of nowhere, he just heaved and threw up all over me. I was covered in Mozzie's puke, but I was loving it. How many other girls could say Mozzie had yuked up all over their commemorative Blizzard of Moz tour t-shirt? He apologised and pulled his sweaty top off and began wiping the mess away. Oh, how sweet was he. Sorry about that, love. Must have been something I ate. His eyeliner was running down his face when his stomach made a flurgling noise and his eyes bugged out and suddenly he was spewing again. Great gallons of the stuff was just pouring from the same magical orifice that he sang from. And it was pouring all over me. Amazing. Shit. I should probably take a rabies shot, eh? He opened up a medical bag and took out a syringe with a huge needle. Have you ever administered a shot before? Asked Mozzie, holding out the syringe and swaying slightly as his stomach made more noises. I shook my face. No, but I give amazing head. I said as sexily as possible. That's great, really, but I need this rabies shot first and I don't think I... He began ratching again. I took my top off and flicked my nipples to take his mind off things. Sharon! Sharon! He yelled, but no one came. After a while, he turned to me again with those sad puppy dog eyes, and he held out the syringe. Please! I'm begging you! I took the needle and hesitantly held it up. He pointed to his stomach. Right there, love. Shove it in. I flashed my eyes at him, then slowly and sensually squeezed the syringe, making some liquid ooze from the tip. Come on, love. I'll be dead of rabies by the time you're finished. Give it to me. I made moaning noises as I pressed the huge seven-inch needle into his stomach, then pumped the plunger. Oh, look, said Mozzie as I pulled the now-empty needle out. Would you like to see me naked? I asked. Now the job was done. Go on, then, said Mozzie, wiping the blood away. I peeled off my Daisy Dukes and stood there naked, except for my French silk-cut panties. Bloody hell, is that Sherwood Forest you've got stuck in your knickers? Said Mozzie, looking at the verdant bush of pubic hair that filled my silken panties to bursting. No, I want to fuck. I don't want to go foraging, he said. My heart sank, but I needn't have worried, because he almost immediately started hurling again. I passed him a trash can, but he'd filled it within a few minutes, and was still going strong. (coughs) Sharon, where the fuck's me manager? He called sexily, but I could tell he was fading. I quickly put my clothes back on and went to the door. Thanks for an amazing night, Marthy, I said, but he wasn't listening. For he'd now begun shitting himself too. Great streams of brown liquid ran down his pasty white legs, turning his whitey tighties into lumpy loosies as he hammered gallons of carrots and bat carcass into his guitar case. That was the last I saw of him as I closed the door behind me, but I'll never forget the intimate night I spent with Mozzie Slosborn. <coughs> the end. I first came across this story decades ago, you know. And to this day, no matter how hard I've tried, I still have no idea who Amy was referring to. Well, until next time. Sweet dreams, my little croissant 
You've been listening to Erotica Verbatim, created, written, and produced by Hayden Black, edited by Joe Larigo, and starring Hayden Black, Sarah Oleksik, and Mark Reynolds. If you had a laugh, please recommend us, and don't forget to subscribe.